everybody. Welcome back to Looking for the Real God. This is Christy Lynn Wood. Today on our episode of the series Teach Us to Pray, we're going to be talking about prayer walks, prayer journaling, and some pros and cons of listening prayer. So last week, I did some research on breath prayer, and I started practicing it. And you guys, I really like breath prayer. This is not something that I really had done a whole lot before I talked about it last week. But let me tell you, this last week, I needed breath prayer. Oh my gosh, my kids at school, my students were kind of crazy. And I was kind of struggling. And every morning in my journal, I would write down a new breath prayer for the day. And they usually went something like this. Holy Spirit, breathing in, sustain me or strengthen me or help me or whatever, breathing out. Let me tell you guys, just taking a few moments as I got them to just breathe and pray and remind myself that God was with me and I needed him, and that I couldn't do this for myself. Like, it was so good. So I really hope that those of you guys who were listening tried that last week, and I hope that you had the same positive experience I did. And if you didn't, if you don't like that, that is okay. We all have different personalities, and not everything is going to connect the same way for everyone. I think that's really cool. I'm actually super curious to see If we looked at something like the Enneagram or the Myers-Briggs, something like that, personality differences, I'm sure there's something out there somewhere, someone's written a book about this, but I would love to find one that talks about just the way different personalities interact with God. Because I think that so often we get this idea in our head of like, this is how we have to interact with God. And just because somebody else finds this positive, and then for us, it just doesn't work. And so I think that if we really looked at our personalities and realized that God is connecting to us through our personalities, that he's going to reveal himself to us in ways that our personalities would understand and accept, I think we'd be surprised at how often he really is connecting with us. So all of that to say, I enjoyed my breath prayer last week, and I hope that you guys did too, but it's okay if you didn't. As I've been talking about prayer and thinking about prayer in my own heart, I have been thinking a lot about kind of those negative prayer experiences. We talked about this a little bit the first week. But I just think about how often prayer in my life was something that I considered to be like this duty, like this thing that I had to do in order to get God to like me better or to approve of me or to give me things or to earn things from him. Or like if I had the right prayer, then I would be able to get the things I needed from God, like the right way of saying it, the right amount of faith. I mean, there's so many things that we can really just twist and mess up prayer. Like, okay, this is ridiculous, but you guys got to, back in the cult days, there was this book that came out called The Prayer of Jabez. And I'm not sure if The Prayer of Jabez was like mainstream Christian or if it was just in our cult, but our leader grabbed that and decided that there was this whole special way of crying out to God that would get you what you needed. Now, let me remind you, he was full of formulas, loved three steps to this and five steps to that. And for some reason, he latched on to this prayer of Jabez and somehow decided that if you yelled about things, that you would get what you wanted better. Um, I'm here to tell you that's a bunch of lies and hogwash and craziness. Guys, there's no way to pray that makes God hear us more. 
or makes us want to answer our prayers more or anything else like that. Prayer should never be a formula. And while it is a discipline, something that we can learn to do, a habit that we can create for ourselves, it's not a duty. It's not something that we have to do. And I would even say, like, if you are at a place where you're like, I just don't want to pray right now, then don't pray. That is okay. You do not need to do something where you are just uncomfortable and not even sure who you're praying to. Don't do it. It's fine. Or maybe practice, like I said, the the, the centering prayer or the just that calming prayer where you're just quiet in the presence of God. Like that's it's okay if you have no words. If you do nothing for a while, that is okay. Prayer is an opportunity that we have to connect with God. It is an opportunity for that relationship with God through prayer. It's a conversation. It is that relationship. And so he doesn't want your duty. (laughs) He doesn't want you feeling like you have to be there with him. So you're going to go ahead and do it. Like he wants your heart. And so I really think there should be something of like, I want to do this. Even if it's a spiritual discipline, you at least want to have that spiritual discipline. Like I'm going to put this in my life. This is good for me kind of thing. That's okay. As long as it's like, I want to put this discipline in my life and not that Someone else has told you you have to do it or you're feeling like this guilt if you don't. So anyway, as we talk about prayer, I thought about 1 Thessalonians 5.17, which is two words, pray continually in the ESV or pray without ceasing, I think in King James. What does it look like to pray continually? Well, I think that if we have all of these strategies and all these variety of ways to pray like we're talking about the next few weeks. I think it gives us this opportunity to just have this open communication with God that's ongoing. Can we actually be focused on praying continually? Probably not. But can we have that in the back of our minds, ready to be there, that breath prayer, that quiet prayer, that centering prayer, listening prayer we're going to talk about today? Is there a way to really have that on our minds at all times? I think there is. I think there is. I think there's going to be seasons that we're better at it. I think that as we mature in our faith, it's going to be a little different. I think that as we develop our own relationship with Jesus, it's going to be different. I think that depending on what's happening around us, if we're married, single, have kids, small children, older children, I think that's going to be different. And so I don't think there's one way that's right to pray continually, but I do think that it's possible to have in the back of our minds just kind of this continual conversation that we either set off to the side for a second or pick back up as we need it. Today we're going to talk about prayer walks prayer journaling, and listening prayer. Prayer walks were a huge, huge part of my life as I was getting out of the cult. And then as I was on my own in the regular world through college, on my own at all those summers at camp, trying to figure out how to live in the real world, they were a huge, huge part of my life. I would take daily prayer walks sometimes, depending on where I was living at the time. I had a yearly prayer walk for a while there that I would take in May and kind of just re-examine my life and kind of my goals and just bring that before God and talk to him about what's happening in my life, just like over the past this past year of life and just really kind of evaluate and think about things. And those definitely are less common now. Once I got married and I had little children and had more responsibilities and less ability to just leave and go for a walk, that changed a little bit. They're picking back up, I would say, in the last few years, but they're not something that I do all the time right now anymore. But guys, I loved them. 
when I had that chance to just be able to run off and walk and talk with Jesus, that was a huge part of my life. I feel like they were vital to my mental health for a while there. They were they kept me from feeling crazy as just the cult was saying one thing, but the God that I was knowing was saying something different. They were so important to me trying to process the real world and what I felt about that and what I believed and who God was and who I was, like just a huge, huge part of my journey. Last summer, I escaped while we were camping. My husband took the kids on an adventure and I just went for a walk and I walked maybe an hour and a half, two hours. I don't know. I lost track of time through the woods at this camp we were at. I made it all the way up to this little abandoned lake and I sat on this rickety dock at the end of it and just looked out. And a lot of times during the walk, it was just being quiet, but sometimes it was talking, sometimes it was listening. It was so great. I just was like, oh, I remember these days. I missed this. And I have a feeling that as my children continue to get older and my life changes again to a different season, that prayer walks are going to become a big part of my life again. And even just living like we do right now with the river behind us, I find myself wandering down there more often than I have in the past few years. And it's just lovely. I love nature. I am just revived and rejuvenated by nature. And so me, nature, and Jesus is just a really great combination. And that might be different for you. It might not be something that works for you, and that's okay. The other thing I want to talk to you guys about today is journaling. Now, journaling has been a part of my life for over 20 years now, and I have boxes of journals. I don't know what I'm going to do with them all. I feel bad throwing them away because what if I want them? But who has time to actually look through them? I don't even know. But yeah, I have boxes and boxes of journals. And some of them are legit straight prayer journals where it's just me praying and Other ones are more um, journaling with some prayer thrown in or it's just straight journaling. A lot of them, most of them I'd say is kind of a combination of both where I'm talking to God about my life, which is pretty fun, pretty fun to look back on. I think journaling is great, especially when you have small children or a busy schedule and you just can't really keep your mind focused. Maybe you're not a morning person, but for me, my routine every morning literally is to get out of bed, grab a cup of coffee and sit down with my journal. And that's just what happens every morning. And I just jot down a few thoughts, a few prayers as I'm drinking my coffee and getting ready for my day. And that's kind of where we go every every day. And that's been a huge part of my life. So let's talk about listening prayer. Listening prayer and I have kind of a interesting relationship. When I look back on my life, I have practiced listening prayer for years, probably since I was 15 and Jesus showed up in my bedroom. However, when people talk to me about listening prayer, I get a little like hesitant, mildly creeped out sometimes. And so I have this like weird relationship with it because I think that people can get very caught up in finding an experience or instead of actually trying to find God. And if they don't get the experience they're looking for, they don't get the word they're looking for, then they feel like they failed. I'm a little concerned about the fact that Our own minds can tell us things and we can try to put that on God. Say, oh, God told me this, but it's really our own mind. There's other spirits out there that could also be whispering things to us. And so I feel a little hesitant about listening prayer and telling you to practice it. And yet at the same time, it's truly been a huge part of my life. I probably am what's called a Christian mystic, which is apparently somebody who believes in an emotional relationship with Jesus, which I very much do. Um, And so I do think that God can speak to us 
in other ways than just straight scripture. There are Christians out there who believe that God only speaks through the Bible and that's it. Period. Nothing else. Zero. Nada. Zilch. That's it. And I don't think that's true because I have heard him speak to my heart and I have watched him prompt me for things and I have seen verses just appear in my mind and scripture scripture songs or verses on the radio. I mean, I've seen all kinds of things that wasn't just straight scripture. But I do appreciate the hesitancy because I think that we can easily get off track if all we're listening to is a voice in our head and not scripture. So what is listening prayer? Listening prayer is basically the taking the time to be silent and quiet, kind of like contemplative prayer or um, centering prayer like we talked about last week. So you're taking a chance to just be quiet and allow God to talk to you. Now, I don't think I normally practice listening prayer this way. I think it's more just like me spending time with God and my walking or whatever, and then just hearing him or knowing that he's talking or things coming in. It's not so much me like seeking for that experience as it is just, it just kind of happens. And I was really hesitant about the whole journaling listening prayer like not a big fan of like the Jesus Calling series. I know a lot of people love it, but I've always been a little hesitant. Probably has to do with like being lied to from a cult leader for 10 years, you know, Um, having him tell us that things were from God and then you're like, maybe not. So that's probably a huge part of why I'm hesitant about this. But a couple years ago, as I was really just starting to hear more people talking about this whole listening prayer thing and writing down what God was saying to them in their journals and Stuff like that. I was like, yeah, I really don't know what I think about that. Not sure if that's really true. And literally, right after I was being so hesitant, like it started happening to me in my journal, where I just be the journaling, and then I was literally know that God had said the next sentence, and you're like, okay. So I would write that down, and then I go back, and sometimes it would happen a couple times. It does not happen very often. It does not happen all the like all the time at all. It's pretty rare, but it is in my journal, and I'm like, huh, okay, so. Apparently this does happen sometimes. I love the idea that God is real and he can speak to us in however he wants to through whatever method that he wants to. And he can talk to our hearts and be there with us and all that kind of stuff. Like I totally believe that. However, I'm going to just caution you to recognize that he is never going to say anything that contradicts scripture. The true spirit of God is never going to say anything that he has not kind of already said before, like his voice is going to sound the same as it has for thousands of years. He is going to have the same ideas, the same thoughts, the same everything. And so if the things you're hearing contradict what is true about who God is in orthodoxy and our creeds of the faith, then that's probably not the spirit of God. However, who might say he's not going to talk to you because he might He has definitely talked to me over the years, and it's been a huge part of my relationship with him. So prayer walks, yes, great. Prayer journaling, yes. Listening prayer, yeah, just with a little dose of caution and double checking in scripture and with maybe a friend that you trust and stuff like that. I want to just encourage you one last thing before I leave today. Is that if you are somebody who is just saying like, this sounds great, Christy, but I just really don't know how to even begin to connect with God. I want to remind you first and foremost that our connection with God starts with the good news of Jesus Christ. We are separated from God in our sin by ourselves. 
And yet Jesus has done everything necessary already to bring us back into a relationship with him, with his Father, and with his Holy Spirit. In his death on the cross for the sins of the world, in his resurrection from the dead, conquering death and sin once and for all, and he offers that forgiveness, that eternal life, that connection with him to us as a gift. We can choose to take it or we can choose to reject it. And so that's where I want to start. Like, have you trusted in Jesus? Have you accepted his gift of forgiveness? Not based on anything you've done or haven't done or the special kind of prayer you prayed or anything else, but just simply trusted in his gift, in his death, in his resurrection. Our connection with God starts there. And once we have taken that gift that he's given us, accepted his forgiveness and entered into what it looks like to be in a relationship with him, prayer is going to become this part of that. And it might be awkward at first, kind of like when you're first in a relationship and you're like, how do I talk to this person? I was so weird with my husband when we were first dating. He would come and take me out to dinner and I wouldn't be able to eat because I was just like so nervous and like, oh my gosh, how do I do this? How do I talk to him? Like it was so awkward and all the awkward conversations that we had. And as we built that relationship over the next few years, man, things just aren't nearly as awkward anymore as they used to be. And so your relationship with God might start out pretty awkward, but that's okay. He does not care. He is the most gracious and loving being you could ever imagine. And he accepts you with all the awkwardness and weirdness and hangups and triggers and everything else that you might have. He accepts it all. And he wants to have a relationship with you. And so I just encourage you start simple. Start with centering prayer. Start with breath prayer. Start with taking a prayer walk, doing a little bit of journaling, and just open those lines of communication. Allow him to communicate back to you through his word, through his spirit, and just see what happens. See what happens as you develop that relationship. We'll have one more week about this. For next week, we're going to talk about the Lord's Prayer and some other liturgical prayers. Super excited about that. Thanks for listening, guys. Until next time, keep searching. If you enjoyed this podcast, I would love to have you join me over on my website at christylynnwood.com. For more content, free resources, and opportunities to connect with a community of people who are looking for the real God.